Try to kill a bitch, I just sign up to kill Put you on the boom list, the homies align you for real But I'm trying to just chill, cause my mind is too ill Don't provoke them too much, cause we commit crimes for the thrill I'm a fucking bandit, you on the fucking standard I run with G's, nigga, fuck who the fuck you ran with Sorry I'm late, I just don't give a fuck Hey yo, hey yo, yo Rock with the best known unknown podcast on the interwebs. It's your boys, late to work as always. Now live with episode night, motherfucking team. Yeah, nineteen on Na- December twentieth. Right, we, we're that? right in order. We maybe not late for a change. It's gonna be the last episode of the year for all y'all. As always, it's your boy Money Mitch, aka Light Skin Lear, aka the Mixed Skin Messiah, aka Daddy Longstroke, the motherfucking Clitoris Wrangler, aka the Light Skin Lord of Flies, aka for once officially, Mitch Gaines. Check oh, me yeah. out. All my social media is now Mitch Gaines. Much easier. You made, you made the commitment. I huh? made the commitment. We've been, we've been running through Matt AKAs, but I like that <laughs> shit. Out here gaining money, out here gaining bitches, out here gaining status. You out here gaining the brand. You already know it's strong as fuck. <laughs> we're doing what we do. So you can catch me on all my social media platforms at Mitch Gaines with a Y, not an I, because I'm a little bit gay, so it's all right. Uh, I'm here rocking my right hand man, the funniest man in Rhode Island, as always. Only Chris Allen. Only Chris Allen on everything social media. Except Facebook, and that's uh, Chris Thomas. That's my government, but you know, don't tell my employers. Don't look up his address. And be don't look at my shit. address unless yeah. you like. Fine. I got like the widest, aka the widest name. Yeah, aka podcast. white people think uh, white people live here. <laughs> they don't know that this podcast is happening next door. We taking <laughs> over the motherfucking neighborhood. Yeah, man. So yeah, we're back at it, man. Uh, yeah, add me, add, add me on uh, Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, I need to get better about tweeting more, but uh, I'm stepping it up a yeah, little bit. You know, I'm working on my uh, website now too. So I'm be onlychrisallen.com. Yeah. Onlychrisallen.com. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm working, man. I'm trying to grind, man. I'm trying to step it up for for two. I'm just trying to ride coattails, nigga. I ain't even gonna lie. I am. I am <laughs> out here. My man is out here doing all the things. I'm just managing a couple man, of things. I'm gonna keep talking man. some shit on the internet. Y'all <laughs> make me famous, and I'm gonna kick back on the beach somewhere and chill. How's that? How's everything going? Uh, I don't know, shit, man. I, you know, I just got back from Philly. Philly was dope. Shout I love Philly. Philly. Yeah, that was my first time in Philadelphia, and like I, you know, as a as a fellow Northeast person, like mm-hmm. I have no respect for Philadelphia before going there. Right. I, not like a bad. I don't want Philly people to like think we hate or whatever. I just like I don't know nobody from Philly really. I don't. I don't, I've never been there. All you mm-hmm. know, fuck their sports fans, like whatever. Like I don't. I had no sense of what Philly was. It just seemed like a shittier, smaller version of New York or Boston. It seemed like Jersey's like New York. You know what I mean? It yeah. just didn't seem good. I don't know, uh, but Philly, boy, was I wrong. Like, yeah, Philly's, Philly's dope. Philly's, it's dope, and it's, it's beautiful. I, it's beautiful. It's, they Madden cleaned Street up. Art. They cleaned up the town a lot more since the first mm-hmm. time I was there. Uh, they have a bunch of new restaurants and bars. It's a, a super dope place to live because it's very inexpensive to live there and very walkable. Yes, yeah, like, we walked walkable. everywhere. Yeah. Like, we we parked the car when we got there and never took it out again. I I walked all around. I did the same thing last time I went there. It was it was fun, man. Where did, uh, now we gotta get an official vote though for uh, for for all the out of towners out there who haven't been. Where was your cheesesteak place? Like, where's your where do you go for cheesesteaks? Honest, food? I've I've never. I don't think. Don't I don't, tell me you didn't I don't have think I ever had You're a cheesesteak. Such on a piece it. of I shit. Am. I am. How well, do you go to Philadelphia and not get cheesesteak? Well, what is wrong with you? When I Are went you American? When I went the first time, I was super young, and That's I think I went more with, reason. I went with like slide that shit and cheese whiz, yeah. throw and, some ketchup on it, like a good six year old. And then okay, you do that and you're the, an adult, you're a and, fucking heathen. <laughs> and the last time I went, I went for like a wedding. So we had 
one night out, then the wedding, and it went out for a little bit. So I didn't do a lot of touristy stuff besides mm-hmm. looking around. Besides one night, and I would just hit the bars and went to restaurants and that's brunch funny. and so forth. So see uh, that that yeah. is one thing that's very different for me. I I usually travel like that. Like I go yeah. out. I don't really hit a bunch of touristy shit. Man. Like maybe I'll catch a museum or like something like that here or there. Mm-hmm. I usually catch a game in whatever town I'm in if there's like, a cool stadium this year or something. Yeah. But usually I just go, like I go out. I want to like meet people. I hate that's feeling and looking like a tourist. I'm yeah, like, I'm this exact same way. Even when I moved to Boston, I refused to do the touristy stuff. I didn't do the duck tours. I didn't. I didn't go on the Freedom Trail, whatever it's called. Yeah. I just. I just wanted to be. I wanted to. I like to feel the people. I like. Yeah. I want, I I want to know be what in people city. here are actually like, not Absol- like you know, absolutely. Yeah, the history and shit. Yeah, and the people were cool. The women were surprisingly in Boston. No, in Philly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There yeah. were some lookers out there. I mean, I was there with my girl, so like, uh, I'm not gonna say too much. You can side oh, eye. No, hold on. <laughs> Let me. Oh, we don't have limited time, but no, Philly would produce some stories. But yes, some talent as well. Yeah. Uh, we went to a burlesque show. That was the reason I was in Philadelphia. Uh-huh. Uh, was it someone you know was performing? Uh, yeah, my uh, I'll never give up my girl's name here. So we good. Yeah, so my okay. my girlfriend's best friend, uh, who she works up here, she used to be part of this theater company. They put on like a holiday burlesque show mm-hmm. every year, and like, yo, like, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe. It's a holiday themed like all. You know, very, you know, sexually open, gender, queer, like a lot is happening uh-huh. on this stage uh-huh. this night. And we show up and like, all right, cool. Like, you know me, like this is my element. This is going to be fun. Cool. Whatever. Yeah. My girl's already like blushing the face before you even sit down. Like, Word. what are we about to get into? Uh-huh. And I walk over to go grab a drink. It's like $6 for a glass of wine, right? Mm-hmm. Like normal price. Like fun. Yeah. $10 donation, open bar. Oh. Forget about it. Done deal, right? So ten bucks. I am seven glasses of wine. That seems like a mistake. That seems like a business mistake, though. Oh, oh yeah. Ten dollar open bar Bruh, at a burlesque show. Community that's, theater does not do business. Come on. That's like an open bar at like a close to the strip club. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Uh, but but what was crazy? Like this is why I love shit like that. Is like the, one of my favorite. Uh, we talked about strip clubs on a couple episodes ago. It's like one of my favorite parts about going to strip clubs is just getting super fucking blasted and like people watching at strip yeah, clubs, right? Exactly. Because the characters at strip clubs are so weird and like um like it's there's such a weird dynamic because you get the, the frat boy aspect yeah, and then you get the thirsty the lonely old dudes. dudes. Yeah, yeah. It, there's but burlesque has its own people watching in a very different manner because mm-hmm. everything's just like open fucking love and everybody. So favorite performance tonight, hands down. This woman comes out. She's like. I know some of you are familiar, like, you've come to the show the past four or five years, whatever, did my first dance, you know, X amount of years ago, I did another one X amount of years ago, and last year I was pregnant, she performed pregnant last year, I guess, like, four, like four months pregnant or whatever, Jeez. which, like, clap it up, like, yeah. yay, like, body yeah. positivity, great, whatever, yeah. but it's hilarious, because she comes out, she goes, so now I have a nine-month-old, and I wasn't sure what to do to top that, and they just cut on sexy back, just goes full naked in, like, 20 seconds, wow. mic drop, walks off stage. How that post-baby body look? Get it, get it. Uh, and I was just like, that's what I mean. I was just like, yo, like, look, not, I'm not even trying to make like some corny shit about it. As a performer, uh-huh. the courage of the it. Art like, I've been naked in front of <laughs> most of this group of room before. Uh-huh. The rest of the people in this room are complete strangers who only know me as a new mom. Mm-hmm. Bang. What's up, nigga? Walk off stage. Like, yo, that is, I don't have the stones for that. And I'm pretty comfortable with this. But that's, it was that kind of vibe for sure. But like, there was that, but then there was also like, 
all sorts of super sexiness, the sexiest shit of the night, nobody took mm-hmm. any clothes off. These two girls did uh, a fucking burlesque dance to Girl Crush. Uh-huh. You, you familiar with Girl Crush? Look it up, you'll okay. notice that. We'll fucking intro to the podcast or something. Uh-huh. But like, oh, so it, so sexy, so weird, so awesome. It was a fucking awesome night. Philly was dope. Yeah. So yeah, that's my review on Philly. Also, if you're getting cheesesteaks in Philly, I went to all the good places that people tell you to go to. Go to, go to Pat's. Pats. Pats, okay. Pats the Next time. It's a short drive from here. How long? <laughs> Seven hours? Unless you uh, get traffic. It, well, yeah. It was like it was like six hours on the way back. It took us like eight and a half on the way down because mm. it started snowing. Mm. And so like I hadn't even plowed yet. So I was like driving 40 the entire yeah. way down. Oh, it sucked. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, besides, it, like, it wasn't, it's not a long drive. If you've driven to New York before, like, Philly's not as bad. It just sucks because, like, being from Boston, having making the drive to New York frequently, mm-hmm. you get to New York, and you're like, oh, all right, cool, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Like, shit, I got, like, two more hours. Yeah, um, and that New York traffic is hit, you drive through New York, hit and miss. You, you oh, know, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Like, you go around the city, but, like, still, like, you catch that during, like, you know, rush hour and people going back to the suburbs. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Yeah, forget yeah. about it. Getting into Jersey and shit, like, forget about it. Man. Well, out of New York to West Ham. You go down to Jersey and the traffic's crazy. Forget about it. Like, no. Yeah. It's wicked shitty. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that was Philadelphia. Anyone looking to go to Philadelphia, definitely do that. I'm coming back soon. It's dope. Uh, maybe that's when we'll do our first live show. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Awesome. And I got some connections down there. We can talk. Dude, make it happen. Eli, for listening to this, holler at me. <laughs> uh, what do you want to get into first? Um, now we're 10 minutes in the intros. I'm sorry for boring y'all. <laughs> uh, should we just go? We got to talk Diddy. Oh, let's start with Diddy. Diddy. Yeah. All right. So if you live under a rock or something, uh, Diddy. So the Carolina Panthers if you owner. you live under a Ciroc? A Ciroc. Oh, the pun <laughs> game. The pun game off the backboard. <laughs> hey, yeah, right? Clank it. Uh, uh, um, so... Diddy's going to try to buy, made an announcement that he's going to try to buy the Carolina Panthers. Respect Diddy. Uh, because the him. owner accusation is... He, so it's fishy. I posted something about this a couple days ago asking for anybody to give me like some sources on this. Because I can't find... Everything... Put it this way. Everything that's been verified sounds creepy, mm-hmm. but certainly borderline. And at least was like accepted and tolerated by mm-hmm. most who knew mm-hmm. about it. Everything that sounds like it definitely crossed some lines mm-hmm. is like unnamed source, anonymous yeah. source, like unverified. Yeah, uh, and I'm not saying they didn't do it because a lot of this shit sounds sketchy. Yeah. But let's 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 give him the respect. We'll hold off any judgment on him. We'll keep it to the fact. Have, that have you have you heard any of the allegations? No, I have not heard it. I, 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 I just I, thought I'm he curious was... for a few. I am. We well, so the, here are a couple that I found particularly like question. Not question. This is what I mean. Like. I don't know if this is weird or not, because mm-hmm. I, I have never been in the position of these people mm-hmm. uh, or that environment, even though I work in professional sports. My sports sounds cool as football, that's for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, <laughs> they have, you know, casual Fridays in the office, jean Fridays like most offices do. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he would very routinely, and I mean weekly, come around on Fridays mm-hmm. and, like, single out women to, like, stand up and turn around and, like, show off their ass to him. Oh, yeah. That's, that's pretty... Um, I'm not saying that's what... Like, that's obnoxious. And this is However, verified. That's verified. That's the, verified. Yeah, like like, like, hundred, like hundreds of women have said, like, oh, that was just, like, part of the culture. Yeah, that's shit. Uh, that's shit. That's, that's, that shouldn't be part of anyone's culture. I agree. Now, here's the thing. That sounds like what follows next is, like, some, like, mm, like, I'm going to eat that up, like, creepy comment. Mm. He'd say things like, oh, would you have to jump into those jeans this morning? Which is creepy, yeah. but not, like... That's like a, like, 
I don't know where the line is. That's that's something like your, your granddad. The, was right. Saying. That's what I mean. Like if you just read that on paper, I get how that could like what it, that's all contextual, right? Mm-hmm. So like a lot of it's like fishy like that. Now where it lends me to believe that this is undoubtedly true, and maybe this is just my own biases showing. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know how Jerry Richmond made his like claim to fame, like how like how he got rich? Mm-hmm. No. So this is a true story. I, I, I do can see I did a little research on, on my yeah. man Jerry here because I wanted to come prepared for this. Uh, so he was an ex-football player. He got drafted, I believe, played for the Colts for a few years. Mm-hmm. Caught a touchdown in a Super Bowl or NFL championship before there was Super Bowl 58, I think. Mm-hmm. He went to go like negotiate a contract. They, they offered him a contract. Mm-hmm. He Whatever the number he wanted was, they offered him like $250 less, mm-hmm. like a very insignificant amount of money mm-hmm. less. And he walked over that. Wow. Because he's such a miserly bastard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he walked over that. He took that money. He started a fast uh, a hamburger restaurant and became a fast food restaurant and now owns that chain of fast food restaurants. That's Hardee's and Carl's oh, Jr. Oh, yeah. Jeez, yeah. Along with Denny's and several other restaurants. Yeah. Right. That's mm-hmm. that guy. That's yeah. how he became a billionaire. Mm-hmm. What does Har- Hardee's and Carl's they Jr.'s the, ad the campaigns look like? most like sexy, sexy ads and... Girls dripping ketchup and milkshakes all over them. Kate Upton yeah, is shaking a, milkshakes yeah, he's, everywhere. He's, he's, he's undoubtedly a creep. Side note. Uh, I, I love the... I the, can't judge because I love those commercials. The, the guy <laughs> responsible for the commercials directly, their head of marketing, now uh, in the Trump cabinet. FYI, for everybody listening. Of, I forget what position he got appointed to. Of, but that, course. of course he is, right? Yeah. So there, there go all your little ties. I'll give you one little more nugget for anyone mm-hmm. looking for reason to hate Jay Richardson, and then I'll let everybody else defend him. Yeah. And by all means, please, people, comment. I want to hear what you have to say on this man, because I, I want I like the Panthers. I want a reason to like him. Yeah. Uh, Denny's, also. My family would not eat at Denny's my yeah. entire childhood. I did not know why. It was not explained to me until I was probably oh, 13 historically or racist. Right. Yeah. Uh, historically racist. The, 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 the big one that gets everybody the bombshells in the 1994 case were the Secret Service in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. on a detail of, like, protecting our government officials mm-hmm. was turned away service at a Denny's while their white Secret Service agents were served. Wow. In 1990 fucking four. Yeah. The owner of that Denny's Corporation at the time, still, Jerry Richardson. Yeah, yeah. So take all that with what you want. I don't know how substantial some of these other allegations I haven't heard are. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to get worse. Yeah. But that gives you an idea of the type of guy Jerry he's, Richardson he's is. creepo. Now, all the NFL owners say he's a really good guy, of course. You know, he's done tons for the league. He's done tons for the sport. Yeah. He's expanded the reach in the Carolina area, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I'm sure in the Billionaire Boys Club, he's in, he's in good standing. Yeah. But uh, he's definitely a creep. Sometimes creeps do good things. So. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> creeps can create jobs, bro. That should be like... That should be the year of the model of the year. Like, you know, sometimes... Creeps are doing some pretty bad shit in 2017. But they've also... All these creeps are prominent actors. Yeah. Or, Ta- year of the Talented yeah, Creep. Talented Creep. Some, For, on the okay, Chinese hey, calendar, it's the Year of the Talented Creep. It should creep. be in uh, 2017. Sometimes creeps are talented. I don't know. What, what do you want? Often. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, I feel like you got to have a talent to be a good creep, right? Yeah. Like, how are you creeping otherwise? Well, they're definitely using their creativity to hide some of their creepiness. <laughs> but that, the light's on now, gentlemen. You can't be a creep anymore. Yeah, pretty much. 
I, I say that as a former creep. Like I'm, I am I, not that I am proud of it, but I know. And you're gonna call out your bullshit yeah. early these days. Like I've certainly been a creep. You just can't do that shit anymore. Like, you gotta grow the fuck up, nigga. This is yeah. 2017. Life has changed and for the better. Like <laughs> the free, the freaks come out at night and it is daylight. Yeah, man. Nigga. Just <laughs> tuck that freak back under the bed. The freaks at night got Snapchat now. Yeah, so you watch yourself. You just gonna have to get some game for now. Yeah, watch watch a motivational video. Watch, read the, the, the hookup you know the thing is? Games are hard. It's, 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 it's being it's, honest. Yeah, in, exactly. Game is just vulnerability. Exactly. And being and, honest with yourself and the per- people around you. Once you got that, like, everyone's trying to fuck you, male and female. That's that's exactly. the key to it. And if you look like, like Harvey Weinstein, game couldn't have that face. <laughs> I don't know. He, that's what I mean. I know niggas uglier than Harvey Weinstein who bag hella pussy yeah. because they're just like, they got games. Well, the it's not like, oh, they're mad funny or they're mad rich. Like, no, nah, they just know how to hold good conversations and like and, treat people well. And then if you combine that with status and wealth. Oh, yeah. You, yeah oh, he, God, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, if, it, I think if you're he, a decent human being yeah. and famous, forgot about he, it. He was definitely getting off on that power element. It wasn't right. just him. Because he could get, Harvey Weinstein could probably get. You're talking about Weinstein and Jerry. Weinstein. Okay. Jerry. All these gentlemen. Gentlemen, I use that very loosely. All these guys were, it's not just getting in the sack with these girls or doing something sexually with them. It's this this element. I think they get off to their status and their control over these women, mm. and that's their freak. Yeah. Yeah, you know? Whatever. I'm not. Who, I'm no psychologist. What the, I mean, like. <laughs> I'm with armchair psychology. But that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> is it. I don't even know if it's armchair psychology put two and two together. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, that. if I was born in 1926 mm-hmm. and some woman born in 1991 is parading mm-hmm. around in front of me in jeans and I feel yeah. like I like have the status to say something and I do, and like I'm from the 20s, I probably don't think this backlash. Like, I'm probably yeah. not even, and that I guess is like the sad part of this all. Yeah. I really don't know. Sometimes if some of these dudes know they're wrong. Yeah. I'm really not no, sure. No, no, no. It's, it's, like if you're like most of us now, like if if you're in like your 30s or younger, right? Mm-hmm. You know if you did some creep shit. Like yeah. like we're talking about like I uh, people do creepy th- shit, especially when you're younger. Like I'm yeah. certain most dudes in their teenage like high school years mm-hmm. did some some creepy shit. Yeah. But like you know that, and you came of age in an era where like you acknowledge that and you get better. These yeah. dudes like didn't yeah. go through that process. Well, they didn't so they have, have to. The whole culture what? was designed around it was a good but old boy club. But they have like this seventeen year old mentality towards women, where it's just like, <laughs> well, she she said she liked me, so crab uh, uh, boobs. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like what is like, dude? Yeah. What are we fucking twelve? You just I, seeing tits for the first time? Like yeah. what are we, I don't know. I don't I, really. get I think it. a lot of people are socially. And he's like 80. Yeah, yeah. And like, you're not changing an 80-year-old. That's yeah. just call what it is. They are trying to get him out of here gracefully, though. And, I, you know, to some extent, I think that's the reason. And I can't really... I haven't heard anything yet that makes me feel like he should go to jail. I'm glad yeah. he's losing his team. Yeah. And Diddy steps in. Diddy, yes. Diddy, Let's Diddy, get to the original Diddy, point here. Diddy steps Diddy. in. Savior Diddy. Lord Diddy. And I, I, I have always mixed. Baby Jesus Diddy. I've always had, I go through phases with Diddy where Diddy's the man or then I see some stuff Diddy does. I'm like, man, I'm just sick of Diddy. And then. I've but been Diddy, sick of Diddy since 1995 and somehow this nigga's still the man. Yeah, and he, that's what I mean. Like, it, it, it's kind of like I'm sick of Derek Jeter, but Derek Jeter will forever be the man. Exactly. Uh, and I think 
that's kind of that status element of it where someone's so in your face for so long. You're just like, I just, I'm done. I don't want to see him anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't, is that uh, kind of being a hater, but kind of just sick of, it's too much in my face. It's, it's, see, that's why it's similar I, to seeing the same advertisement over and over and over again. Yeah. It's like, I, I just can't look at this ad anymore. I think that's what makes this such a power move. Yes. It's like, you're ascending now, where like, you're at that point where I don't want to see you anymore, mm-hmm. but now you're getting, you're trying to put yourself in that yeah. Jay-Z, Magic Johnson, Oprah type class where like, yeah. I don't need to see you all the time, actually. Exactly. I know you're up to good things. Great things. Yes. Black excellence, as Diddy likes to yes, say. Yes, yes. And, um, this is, it's a power move. Yeah. Oh, it's the power move. It's, of it's for the history. culture. It, it, it's it, for the culture. It's for young black men. Like, you know what a great look it is for a black man to be replacing an old, like, white dude accused of sexual mm-hmm. harassment? I'm not, I'm not trying to make this, like, a race thing. I mean, it's just, like, an image for young black men to aspire to where, like, no, 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 no. Get them niggas who, like, treat women terribly the fuck up out of here. Yeah. We're going to do this shit correctly. And, and While also getting the bag and popping these bottles, and is it, like you it, can do all of the above, and I think that's, could there have been a better team either than the Carolina Panthers? Oh God, Cam no. Newton, the quarterback, says he's gonna bring. Oh, so did you hear that he's in works with Kaepernick? Kaepernick's in this too. So yeah, how do you feel about Kaepernick I, being involved in this? I'm gonna choose my words carefully here, Just don't, because a don't. I know we have a pretty pro Kaepernick audience, but yeah. also I have some pretty pro pro Kaepernick stances, and mm-hmm. I like Cap. Yeah, I said to you about Diddy off air before we started this. It's like obviously you have to put together an ownership group, right? Yes, and, and that's part of like why they're in talks, right? Mm-hmm. Diddy needs to put together an ownership. So Diddy's worth you said 800 mil. Eight hundred and fifty some million. So let's say he's he's willing to put up twenty five percent of his entire net worth into this, which I doubt. Yeah. That's a significant amount of money. But that'd be two hundred and fifty mil, mm-hmm. roughly. Yeah. Panthers are valued at that two billion. So you would need at least seven other people at twenty five mil apiece. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick ain't got nowhere near two hundred fifty. Million to spend. I don't. I mean, he doesn't have that much no. money, but he he has, doesn't have he, triple digit millions. Uh, no, he signed a big contract. Well, he signed a huge contract. Yeah, that was like a, a hundred million. Yeah, I think, I think he's probably made about 120 lifetime. Uh-huh. Knock off 25 of taxes, that's 95. Knock off a bunch of donations and spending in between. Like, I'm not saying a dude ain't got cake, but I'm saying he's got like eight. Although, I guess if he wins his settlement with, with the league, that's going to be another 60 or 70. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's what, what's he got max? 70? 80? Probably. But... You you just need him involved. I feel, I, I, and he, but that's my problem. Is then like, for what exactly? It is. I feel more of a PR, not even a PR thing. It's to show how the trajectory of it is shifted. That this guy that's been blackballed from it. From the league, no, I, like I get all that, but like I, I think you're right. As you're a group, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's PR though. Yeah, there's no. Well, I don't, that's what Jay Z was. As we said, Jay Z, that was all PR. Yeah, but, but Jay- things got done. In Brooklyn. But Jay Z wanted like had the money to be in that. Jay Z wanted an in towards the sports world. Jay Z then founded a sports agency that's doing very well for himself mm-hmm. in that world. Like I don't know what Colin Kaepernick's Brings interest in owning 
a team is. I don't know what he brings to the table. Mm-hmm. I think it does shit for his argument that he should be playing in the league if now he's going to become an owner. I also don't think he has the money to really bring that to the table. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll put it this way. Many of the things I think the Kaepernick angle brings mm-hmm. to the table, you achieve with Diddy buying the team. I don't... I think... I think I don't I don't know what he like I'm not against Cap being on board. Like I think that's dope if he then owns a team after mm-hmm. all this, right? Mm-hmm. And he has a say at those ownership meetings and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's dope. Absolutely. Yes. I don't know why if if I'm Diddy or I'm any member of that group who's got that kind of money to be thrown mm-hmm. around, I'd hire Kaepernick mm-hmm. as but our, like our representative mm-hmm. or our, you know, you know, special consultant or some shit like that, mm-hmm. and I'd have him there for all of those meetings, and I'd have him involved in a lot of our play. Like, I'd have him on the payroll. Yeah. I don't know if I'd have him, but maybe that's just like you're right. That doesn't achieve the same like message. That doesn't say the same thing to the public. Yeah, and also so I'm torn up on that. Yeah, and it feels I like a PR play more than it feels substantive. I definitely see that perspective. Me. I also i I like the fact that he's in this position. If the organization Organization and the NFL has elements of the organizations that is sick mm. and, and and screwed up and that you don't agree with. I like that Colin Kaepernick is in the picture to shine light on some of these elements, and he knows it from the inside out. Uh, does he need to be an owner to do that? Eh, I don't know. But, I mean, uh, It definitely puts you in a better position I mean, to affect change if you're an owner, though. That's, a, exa- like, that's undeniable. And I, I get that. And I, I appreciate the fact that he has stake in it, and even if he does, even if he's just a small minority owner, mm. I like how it feels. I also think if he's a small minority owner, they would make a point of him being the face of the ownership mm. at many of those meetings and like you mm. know fucking those breakout sessions and the off season meetings and the mm-hmm. you know whatever you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Kaepernick would be in that room, and his presence affects a lot of yeah, difference. Yeah, it definitely does. Uh, and it that's fair. Does. Uh, and also, it's, it makes a great story. The, the guy that the NFL cast oh, yeah, out of course, comes back like, as an owner. I, you know, <laughs> depending on how it goes, though. Yeah. Like, it could also make a treacherous story that ends up being, like, a cautionary tale to keep niggas in line. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean. Like, I don't want that to go the other way, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of vulnerability it's, it's definitely like what happens if if you know the 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 owners of the league vote to you know strip Kaepernick of his team somehow a year into this. Yeah, could they do that? I, I mean, and why would they? I mean, the, the owners of the NBA got together and got Donald Sterling. Well, you need right? yeah. No, you I know, need I know you need cause, cause. But, saying, you have yeah, to but get, you're gonna tell me 31 powerful white men can't come up with cause to get Colin Kaepernick out of position tough. power? It, anyway, have we seen that story before? Anyway, anyway, it goes whether Kaepernick's in the picture or Kaepernick's outside the picture, outside of it, uh, they're walking on eggshells. Yeah, that's fair. I just, uh, like, I... But it's a risk that needs to be done, and Diddy's, Diddy's the right person to do it, I feel. I, I think so, too. I'm just going to say this. I know nothing. I don't think this is the case. I'm making no accusation. Mm. Let us all pray Diddy ain't the next nigga to come out with some accusations. No, it would have came out already. Diddy's, Diddy's it, would been... It? Diddy's been in the game for sure, so long. Sure, I agree. But look, look at some of these names we're seeing. Russell Simmons just came out. Yeah. Come on, man. I How have, long Russell Simmons been in the game, dog? That's, that's I was hearing stories about Russell Simmons being an icon to Chris Lighty. 
Chris Lighty put niggas on to artists who niggas put on to artists who put on to artists that we got put on to. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, this shit goes back. Harvey Weinstein's, what, 70? You know what I mean? Like, that, niggas is coming out late. Diddy, so, like, do don't that act like... Diddy. Like, this, really? That's like, it's saying Diddy's an icon and always been the top of hip-hop. So, what did he... What, does he need to do that? Who's not... He, he dated J-Lo. Dude, what... You didn't even have to. You dated J Lo. How many dudes have we said that about? That's all I'm saying. That dated J Lo zero. <laughs> what? Did, I said Alex, Alex Rodriguez didn't do steroids because he was dating J Lo. Boy, was I wrong? Oh no! All right, right. he couldn't. He's what? He's got everything in life. You know what I mean? Yeah, with steroids and you know. Yeah, I know. I'm just fucking around. But like, no, I think I'd, I'm with you. I I don't think so either. But you're, you're going to sit here and tell me you feel confident saying that a 90s rap mogul is safe from sexual harassment yeah, allegations? I, I, th- I think Diddy is. It, I, I hope mean, so. That's All I'm saying is this. like I I want this to happen. I want Diddy by the Panthers. Let me make that very clear. Mm-hmm. I kind of now, through this conversation, hope Cap's involved. I think that's important. I hope there are some other... Curry, for instance, talking about the that, Curry family being yeah, involved, which yes, would be really dope. Be Not good. just him and Aisha. Like, him and Aisha, the brother, the parents, like, a family Dude, investment in the cake. team. They and, got cake. Yeah. Um, and you talk about that majority investment share. Those are some people yeah. you can start looking at. And I feel there should be other... Get Hove in there. Oh, I agree. Like, get I, Dr. I, Dre in there. Uh... Dr. Dre got more cake than everybody. No, I'm, th- no, I'm thinking Dre. No, you can't. No, you couldn't have Hope because uh, Hope has uh, NFL players. Oh yes, sorry. that's correct. Uh, that's but that's what I mean. There, there are people. Hope would sell that. No, I don't think so. You don't think that? No, I think he if makes, uh, I think he makes more money off the agency than on the team, honestly. Hmm. Well, not more, not more money, but like I don't, I don't know what's going on with this camera. Yeah. Uh, no, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say more money, but I think it. There's enough money in that. And it opens more doors for him because you can, you know, have your hand in every... Like, you're not sealing your fate to any one sport or any one, you know, team for that matter. Uh-huh. Uh, like, you know, if if your players are on a bad team, then you can negotiate contracts with them to go to better markets and better teams where they make you more money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas if you own the team, then you got to figure that out at home. And I just... I think that's not his business acumen. Yeah, and... In, 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 like, Jay-Z's a global guy. I think he knows how to do things globally, but he doesn't want to be locked into one place. That's true, and... What he's doing much, is much perfect. to the difference of Diddy. I should point out, by the way, Diddy's very much a local guy. Yes, and what Hove is doing is, is representing the actual athletes. So, I, and I respect that. That's a great position for yeah. Hove. He he represents the athletes. Diddy holds in touch with the younger culture. Like I think there's a lot of and, and that hasn't reached the ceiling yet either. No, not even close. Yes, um, but a lot of niggas with rock hats in the MLB signing. Two hundred plus million dollar deals. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I love it. I hope it goes down. I hope a bunch of more people come and. I don't see how. It, Who else would you like to see involved in this? The, you know what the real big problem here is? We don't know any famous people from Carolina besides Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan fucked it up for everybody. Yeah. And he ain't even from there. He's from New York originally. Yeah, we born in Brooklyn, but he was yeah. raised. Yeah, I know, I agree. But I was just saying, like, uh, can you name like other famous people from North Carolina? As I'm saying this is somebody national. I'm sure there's plenty of people in the South who could do this with yeah. their eyes. And I'm sure there's but especially in like a football capacity. And, and but I'm sure there's cr- mad cats with crazy cake that we don't even know that shit he has is they own some like, tech dude in Strong yeah, somewhere they own, uh, yeah they own like a rubber stamp <laughs> company, making company dunk. and they just got dumb cake I actually talked to somebody who literally like owns a rubber stamp company <laughs> and like, you would be grossed <laughs> out by the money yeah yeah um, yeah so um, triple digit millions 
Yeah, I hope it goes down. Uh, respect to Diddy. Yeah, um, salute to Diddy. Like, black excellence as always, man. Uh, I just, yo, get, do me two favors. One, no allegations. Two, limit it to, like, two Ciroc ads on each side of the field. Like, my nigga, when they do Ciroc ads, them shit's is takeovers, bro. Like, yeah. you can't look in any direction and not see Ciroc. And it's aggressive. You do you watch like any of the Funk Flex freestyles when they got six bottles on the yeah, table, the yeah, Ciroc yeah. out in the background, right. Ciroc tape on the fucking bar? Like <laughs> God, it's too much. It's it extra. is too much. Like let's tone that down. We're not gonna become the Ciroc Panthers. Hey, but that'll be the hey, the after parties be live. Yeah, though. <laughs> they definitely gonna come out with a Carolina Blue. Get song. Will Smith on the phone, man. Shout out yeah. to Will Smith. Yo, on Will Instagram. Smith should be in. Yeah, Will Smith. Get Will Smith on that ownership group. I'm exactly. 100 with that. You know, it doesn't fail with Will Smith. No, it's all love. Yeah, exactly. He would get roasted by Philly fans, but like that's all right. Yeah. Hey, Philly ain't up. For oh, sale. side note: When I was in Philly, uh, Will Smith saw the wall at Jim's and said that Jim's was the best egg in Philly. You're wrong, Will Smith. Jim's is really good, and it's the only black-owned one I went to. Uh, so, salute to Jim's. I'll continue to go there when I'm in Philadelphia, but that was not the best thing. I'm totally on Will Smith's side. I'm going with I'm voting him. I mean, he, <laughs> he's from Philadelphia. I'll take his okay. word for it. But, uh, but, yeah. So, we spent a, we spent a good amount of time on that. Yeah, we like should a, probably move. Shout out to Diddy. Yeah, salute to Diddy. Salute to Steph Curry. Salute to Kellen Kaepernick. Uh, the three of them, plus some other... Yeah, I really would like to see a fully black ownership group. I think that would be dope. I don't know if that is happening. Not even just black. I just want to see minorities coming up. I would also like to see some women in that group, which would be dope, as there's no female NFL owners, to my knowledge, except ones who are like married in the families who inherited teams. Yeah, just some diversity in all these power positions. It's is if if the world survives long enough, if the United States survives long enough, it looks it's. The patterns are showing that minorities and women are coming up. I think that in 15, 20 years, definitely in the next 50, 60 years, they're going to be going to be Indian owners, Hispanic Listen, owners. I'm, and I'm, I'm putting this knowledge out there to everybody right now. Y'all listening at home, our 60 listeners that we get every week. Take mm-hmm. this in. Heed this advice. This is Mitch Stradamus here to predict the future. Mm-hmm. For the next 10 to 40 years, let's say. Mm-hmm. Just align yourself with queer people of color and black women. Yeah, yeah. And black you're going to be good. Yeah. Because they, they, they're good. That's yeah. the future. Like, yeah. you can hide behind them and get a lot of your shit off without getting in trouble. Like, outside of that, like, your pocket is real scary. Yeah. Like, you don't, you don't have a lot of shields, nigga. Nah. Like, <laughs> get, in, get in where you can between those two groups because that's who's going to save you in the future. Yeah, no like, doubt. That's just is what it is, my man. Uh, <laughs> Sorry to do it to y'all. <laughs> All right, here. so uh, next on the list. Yeah, we're oh, should, should we just okay quickly? Uh, we should since we're on hip hop, we gotta oh, talk yeah. about the George Zimmerman. Stuff. Oh yeah, George yeah. Zimmerman. George Zimmerman still infamously in the news again. This is when we need a soundboard because I need gunshots through this whole segment. <laughs> yeah. So George um, Zimmerman want beef. With who? Tell with Hove. With, with Hove. With, with Brooklyn's finest. Are you kidding me? <laughs> with the greatest to ever do it, according to a lot of people I disagree with. So, if you were checking the news, George Zimmerman is back in the news, and it's because Tidal, which is owned by Jay-Z, is making a documentary based on Trayvon Martin shooting in 2012. Um, I guess the documentary people... Directors were doing research. They were doing their due diligence, and they were going to. They went to George Zimmerman's ex-girlfriend. They went to his parents' house, 
and maybe some other people. When you say went to, like went to go interview them or? Did, oh, I, we, we know how they do these documentaries. They just pop up. They're just they, like, yeah, nah, yeah, nah, hey, yeah, we got some questions yeah, for they you. they pop up. They on your doorstep. Like, Yo, I really don't understand how people don't get shot doing that, especially down, like, south. Well, oh, they don't, and I'm sure they come and probably in suits with their cameras, everything. And I'm this just is saying what we show doing. up at, um, at my front doorstep in the middle of the night with a couple of cameras. I don't know who you are. Like, Yeah. I'm sure they called and reached out before and no one answered because I'm sure that's not the fr- that what they want to talk about. And assuming they get tons I mean, George Zimmerman seems to really want to talk about it. Well, he like does. A lot. I think he wants to keep his family, it seems... He wants to keep his family away from this, and I'm sure they take a lot of heat from it. And to bring it back up, it's oh, fair. yeah. And you should probably stop selling paintings of it. Well, <laughs> how do you? He's he's a lost, he's lost, very the lost. Memorabilia so. from the murder you committed. Yes. Um. So they show up there, and however it got out, he finds out about it. Well, I'm sure he knew that. I'm sure they sent him all kinds of letters and so forth. But he makes a statement. That he doesn't want them showing up at his family's house, and that he's unprotected. I'm misquoting him, but something in the source of he he doesn't like his family being approached about this, uh, and he knows how to deal with people who threaten his family. He's been doing this since 2012, the same year that he shot and murdered Trayvon Martin. Then he said that he was going to feed Jay Z to the alligators. Yikes. You guys. Which is, sounds a little delusional because you were losing a fight to a 16-year-old. Yeah, man. Like, like, you don't... Yeah, this is Jay-Z. Uh, this is whole. Like, to quote Fox like, News, he sold crack cocaine for 16 years? <laughs> yeah. I don't know that that's the nigga you want to threaten. Yeah, like, exactly. And... Uh, Behind the scenes, like gun duel, yeah, <laughs> to feed one to the alligator. It, it reminds me where the fuck those take place. It reminds me of. <laughs> I feel the, like he's got a guy for that. No, it reminds me of that scene in Batman: uh, Dark Knight Rises when the guy wanted to. He came to threaten putting Batman on blast. He's like, I know who Batman is. You don't see your your vehicle crashing in the cop cars and so forth. And then the dude, uh, the old black dude, what's his name, that with the deep voice? Oh, and, James L. Jones. No, 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 no. Uh, Morgan Freeman. He's like, oh, so hold on. You're saying that you think that the richest guy in the world is quietly sneaking out at night and beating up bad guys with his bare hands? And this is a guy you want to threaten to blackmail? Yeah. Like, good luck. It's yeah. like that's like Jay Z. Jay Z is Jay Z is the closest in the ba- Batman. He's, he's Batman. <laughs> he he is like Jay Z. He's the richest man in the world from Brooklyn. Who probably like I, if Jay Z was gave a few people. Jay Z, Will Smith, and they were like Chris. Somehow they got my number. That I look, John. Jay don't got your number. You ain't you ain't close Jay may have my number. I don't know. But I'm sure he could get it if he wanted. <laughs> yeah. And he yeah. called me up. If him, Will Smith, like Obama called me up, was like, yo, John Smith on 201 Main Street, he needs to be killed. I'm shooting him. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm assuming they wouldn't lead me in the wrong direction. I'm just like, all right, what, what is the address? Okay. 
I'm shooting this guy. It's just like this whole, like Jay can call up anyone and just I think get it's important out. that Obama's on that call. Yeah, if Obama, yeah. I'm <laughs> I doing ain't shooting nobody for Will Smith and Jay Z. Why would that? Why I'm would, definitely shooting somebody for Obama. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's got the power to get me off the hook. The other two, like, you got a lot of money, uh, but once you the feds, it's the feds. Obama got some sway. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just doing it. I don't know what. I just feel like. <laughs> I just feel like I, so. <laughs> Jay Z, like if you need help with that problem down in Florida, where the fuck George Zimmerman living now? You can holler at my man, only Chris Allen. Yeah, we all here handling that wet work. Yeah, I just got, I just gotta do it, man. They wouldn't leave me wrong. I, 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 I that's actually a joke that I'm working on. Is that it's? I don't want to give it away. I give it away. It's that it's the same premise. Mm. It's like if like Will Smith or Jay Z asked me to shoot something, I'll do it. Yeah. But if Jesus came down and was like, hey, man, you need to go kill this guy. I was like, what do you do? <laughs> That's a bad joke. I should not do that. Uh, I mean, yeah, in whatever. certain settings. Yeah, I don't uh, know. <laughs> uh, but if Snoop Dogg did have, Snoop Dogg just said the same thing. He was like, a hair gets touched on Jay-Z. Yeah, exactly. He's on that. But, like, what is this? Why does George Zimmerman think he's tough? I... Because he, he not for shot. nothing. If you got away with murder, you'd feel pretty tough. That's he, like that's just a fact. He, 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 I, he got as somebody who knows murder. niggas who got away with murder, like it makes you feel. But he got he got. That's not me for the record. Anyone listening? One, he shot a teenager. I know. I'm not saying and, that makes you tough. Yeah, it, 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 his thinking. Yeah. But he shot a teen. One, this is if he's ever listening. One, I hope so. That'd be great. He shot a teenager. You pussy nigga. And he was losing the fight to that teenager. The, yeah, the reason you shot him was because you were losing. And the only you reason he got off of murder is because Florida, besides Miami, super weird state. Yeah, I'm spending and my holidays in Florida, and I'm terrified. So Florida, it, it, I love Florida. I love Miami. Yeah, nobody loves Florida. People love Miami. Tampa, I, I got love for Tampa. Um, or Orlando's kind of. Keys are cool. Yeah, but like. Fix your laws, dog. Just get rid of the like people doing basalts and the George Zimmons of the world. Yeah, and, like it could as, be cool to come visit. Charlemagne says, "Florida in the Bronx." Yo, <laughs> true fucking story, though, man. Like, and I never knew that about the Bronx till I went and drove through the Bronx for the first time, and I was like, "Yeah, there's just weird shit happening everywhere around you." Yeah, I got family in the it's Bronx. Florida, but colder. Yeah. <laughs> The mad niggas on drugs. <laughs> uh, I've been to the Bronx, so I've been to Fordham Road, bought my fake triple fat goose, man, my hey. mixtapes and so forth. I'll have me. I've been loud on Dykeman. Yeah, man. Shout out to the Bronx, so. Nah, I'm a Brooklyn kid, but that's all good. I love, I got love for Brooklyn. Brooklyn's changed a lot, man, but Brooklyn's yeah. dope. Brooklyn's, so, yo, my friend uh, who I used to live with, she lives in Brooklyn now. She lived, she moved down there. She's like, oh, like, come visit. I was going to New York. I was like, sure, whatever. She gets me an address. She lives on Flatbush Ave. I'm yeah. like. Yeah, it's not the same. I'm like, oh, I mean, I remember the last time I went to Flatbush Ave. I'm like, yeah. I'm over here on Flatbush Ave. <laughs> I'm like, daddy's telling me stories about not to go to Flatbush yeah. Ave. You sure you live on Flatbush yeah, Ave? I came through this shit. It was it's, nice. It's weird because I used to talk to this girl out there who lived in Brooklyn, and she lived in, in like I don't I forget where she was, but it was like her apartment, and you passed uh, uh, like Whole Foods, and then and then you passed the projects, and the wolves was out. <laughs> yeah. Like so, the wolves are not far, even if you know the wolves are still in Brooklyn. That's what's crazy. It's like block by block. Yeah, it it's is. like real different. Going through like three different stops. Oh there yeah, on the tent. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, what else yeah. we got on the list here? So, long story short, George Zimmerman want problems with Hove. I, no one seems to really know why. 
Apparently, George Zimmerman thinks it's a violation of his privacy that journalists come knocking on his door and ask him questions about a documentary that's being made about his life. Uh, he apparently doesn't want to defend himself on the record because he's no use. He's a pussy-ass, bitch-ass nigga who yeah. shot a 16-year-old kid, 15-year-old kid, yeah. uh, because he was losing a fight because he can't fight for himself and he needed to accost random neighbors walking through his street. Uh, fuck you, George Zimmerman. I hope you have a very short life. That's all and I'm he looks like a it. fat pug. So. Yeah, for real. That's all I guess. Anyway, uh, moving on from that, uh, let's go. You want to get Kevin Hart? I feel like that's yeah, wider, yeah. but still semi-serious. We got a little bit of time. Um, Kevin Hart was on a breakfast club, uh, talking about defending whatever. Oh, when we did tried you to listen to it, did you listen to it? Uh, I listened to the clips from it. I haven't listened to okay. the whole thing yet. Uh, people may not know this. We we discussed the Kevin Hart thing when it came when it mm-hmm. happened when the news broke. Mm-hmm. That's the only episode of this podcast we never aired. Oh, uh, oh, <laughs> that you was. Didn't it. Air? No, we never had that, remember? Oh. Okay, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, because uh, that got wild off topic. Uh-huh. Um, but so, refreshing, what, is, what, is your, what are your thoughts on the Kevin Hart situation now a few months out? Because he kind of bodied that shit. Yeah, he I don't know did. if he was right he or wrong, he he maybe, he's, he's the Teflon Don, actually. <laughs> yeah, that nigga um, caught 10 million ways. And yes. Good. Um, he owned it. Yeah. Which, which like we talked can. about, own your shit, fellas. Yes, uh, it's the only way you can approach that situation. Uh, he took it on the chin. He, any every guy can be in that position. If it's, no matter what your status level or power level, you can get caught. You know, and he told he so he described the whole story about he was supposed to go out of the country. It got canceled. He was alone and. LA and then he just decided I'm gonna go to Vegas. He goes to Vegas and he goes to Vegas by himself, thinking uh, that he's just. If your gonna, actual thought is I'm gonna go to Vegas, not nah, I'm gonna go see my wife and children, then this is probably. I think his, his wife was somewhere else. His wife was oh. out like right. uh, with family somewhere, so he was dolo and we were supposed to fly out. So he decided his, his, he said pretty much his intentions were true when he got there. He starts going. You ever gone to Vegas with true intentions? No. I have not. But I'm not married. Uh, Also true. But here's the thing. In Kevin Hart's defense, there is something in the Vegas air. Like, every time I go to Vegas, we always decide to have a chill night on the Sunday or on Monday. Or on Sunday. Because we'll spend a whole couple days there. You stay Sunday. The, The... Compose yourself, have a chill night, have a dinner. Every day, every time I go to Vegas, it ends with us going straight from the club to the airport. It always turns into the most ridiculous night. So I feel like I'm on Kevin Hart's side. Sometimes you don't, it's something in the air that thirst, there's an extra bit of thirst in the air. All right, so so let me me ask this question then, because I don't know what the rule in this is. If you're married, can you go to Vegas solo? I'm not saying so, like, without your girls, like, with your family. My nigga went to Vegas alone. Yeah. Nobody's making a good decision. The whole reason you go to Vegas with other people is to have enough people around you to be like, I agree that looks fun, but maybe we shouldn't. Like, you know, like, we, you need a couple friends like that around. Yeah. If you're going to Vegas alone, that means you didn't trust anyone to see what a bad decision you were about to make. Yeah. That you went to the kingdom of bad decisions. 
like alone, dolo. Mm, yeah, that seems like a bad choice off rip. Well, okay, it seems you sound like I feel like that's his argument. That's his girl, his wife. That's it. like no, you went to Vegas by yourself. No one, you went to hide your dirt. Well, I mean, if your excuse is, well, I was in Vegas, what'd you expect to happen? Then nigga, what was you doing in Vegas alone? He just wanted. To, maybe he just likes to gamble. There's a lot of places. That, I don't know about the West Coast, actually. I don't yeah. know other places you can gamble out there. Um, I assume others. But, but Vegas is Vegas. It's, uh, listen, he, he, he I won't. agree there's reasons to go to Vegas alone. Ain't nobody going to Vegas alone for like the weekend or not. Mm, like, nah. I don't know if you dating somebody, you packing a waitress, you hiring somebody. Like, I feel like if you're, no, if you're in Vegas for more than a day, like, chances are you're having some sort of sexual experience. Especially you have Kevin Hart money. Yeah, exactly. That's my it's, point. It's just trouble. With just like it's a tr- limitless account. But you could be in Idaho and be in trouble with Kevin Hart. Yeah. Anywhere it's you a go. lot harder to get in trouble in Idaho than Vegas. That's you know, true. if you go to Idaho for the weekend solo, mm-hmm. I trust you might not just like go get a good set of french fries. I don't know. But like, yeah. <laughs> if you go into Vegas alone, it's you're trouble. not there for the chicken wing. It's trouble. But okay, so uh, he owned it. He, he did. You know, and he talked about how and his wife stayed by him. Yep, his wife stayed by him. It's still a process. And I'm not going to give you, you guys can go check. It's a yeah. long interview. It's 50 minutes or so, and he breaks it all down. Uh, things seem to be in order. Um, he's going to completely... T- Tell tell all during his new special, which he kind of flipped that. Yeah, uh, the, I called a, that he, at the time. He, I, he pulled on. the Jay Z. He pulled the Jay Z and Beyonce. He flipped that. That's now the rollout now, baby. They, they own their money on it. You if know? you if you've already peaked and you're the good guy yeah. or the good girl, the rollout now yeah. is like relationship infidelity. Yeah, body like the admit and apologize, yeah. and then roll out the new album. Yeah, like that's yo Kevin Hart is crushing this shit right now. Yeah. You can't do this as you work for UPS, guys. <laughs> so yeah, no, nah, like, don't, don't try this at home. This yeah, is nah, not this for not, you. Your, your, your shit's on Take the Mitch Gaynor approach. Just tell your girlfriend up front that you're planning on fucking other people. <laughs> It'll go much better for you than you trying to, like, that, roll that, out your comedy special. That's I what, promise you. That's going to get 8 out of 10 people stabbed. <laughs> ah. Look here, baby. Look. <laughs> hey. I was talking to my boys and they suggest, and I listened to the Lady Work podcast. So they said honesty is a route. So what I'm going to tell you is that, you know, I'm going to step every, every once in a while, I'm going to just step out. You get you know, someone shot. It's, <laughs> it's my favorite line to go to when you're trying to like bring up like a difficult conversation with your girl, your guy, you know, whoever you're dating or whatever out there. Uh, it's like, Oh, I was, you know, it used to be back in the day. Oh, I read this thing. Now it's, oh, listen to this podcast. And so you go, go, oh, I was listening to this podcast. And well, they were talking about how, like, realistically, like, temptation out there in the world is kind of crazy. And Mm. we spent a lot of time apart. And, like, I don't know, maybe we should have a conversation about sleeping with other people. Mm. That's probably not going to go well for a lot of people. No, it's not going to go well for a lot of people. But great for me, though. I recommend it. Try it out. Also, on the flip side of it, if, Think about if sixty percent of relationships aren't working, and who knows the the other percentage of relationships that aren't that happy in this traditional relationship. I mean, maybe there's a different route for happiness, and just because traditionally everything has been done this way, and your parents did it this way, I mean that doesn't mean that's the best way. It's obviously not the best way because sixty percent of the people are getting divorced. 
And I guarantee it's another 10 to 15 that are in marriages and completely unhappy. Here's the part of that stat that I think people ignore, which I think is dumbfounding. Mm-hmm. We talk about 60% of relationships fail, right? Mm-hmm. 60% of marriages, I should say. Yeah. That's just marriage. That's 20% of the population? Yeah. So realistically, that 60% is like 12% of the population. Mm-hmm. That means that 80% of the rest of us are failing at relate because we're all trying yeah. to be in a relationship. I don't care how like oh my god I'm so happy to be single. You are mm-hmm. like we all want partnership and companionship. The human life craves that. Mm-hmm. The most rec- you know solitude. What do you call people who are rec- recluses? Right. Yeah. The, the the you know the most the people who enjoy their solidarity the most, mm-hmm. uh, their solitude the most. Like even those people need somebody eventually later in life. Yeah. So we're all trying to figure that out. That means like eighty five percent of us are failing at relationships yeah. all the time. Yeah. My God, like, maybe it's time to make some concessions. You would think. The, the model's broken. I, um, let, me, let me ask you this if we have time. I, I'm going to ask you this question. You tell me we if we have time to get into it. I was hearing this debate the other day. Uh, and this was a really curious question. When, you know, back in the day, really up until maybe the 70s, mm-hmm. right, you, relationships, marriage, were sort of a business deal. Going back hundreds of years, yeah. it was very much a business deal. You, yeah. like, bought your wife, right, which mm-hmm. is terrible and wrong and all these mm-hmm. ways. But even back in like the 40s and 50s, it was like the reason there are these gender roles that we all reject and shit now mm-hmm. is a lot of that was just necessity. Mm-hmm. Somebody had to, you know, farm and hunt and other people needed to raise children. You know what I mean? Eventually it became people needed to earn money or build things or, you know, other people, you know, why they need to make things. Mm-hmm. There's like a balance to that. Mm-hmm. We're now kind of at a tipping point in relationships, and especially with gender roles. Mm-hmm. M- most people of both genders know how to do most things that are self-sufficient. Yeah. Like we can all make enough money to like pay our rent. We, you know, not all, but you, you know, everybody's capable of, yeah. you know, a lot of us are able to cook our own food. You know, people are able to raise their own kids if they need to. Mm-hmm. We don't need a partner for those things anymore. Mm-hmm. You need a partner for love and companionship and like, you need a friend. You need somebody you can really get along mm-hmm. with. Does that make relationships easier or harder? Because before you could write off a lot of shit and be like, well, I need you, so I'm willing to look past this. Mm-hmm. Now it's, I don't need you. I'm not looking past shit. I need the one. I think every- I'm happy I found her, but like, you need to make compromise to find the one, I feel like. I think everything about today's society makes relationships a lot, a lot more difficult. Um, because the, the aspects you mentioned, that more people are independent, especially uh, women now are mm. way more independent. Uh, and they are statistically becoming more the breadwinner in, in relationships and marriage now. Um also, technology, media, dating apps, uh, how much how much more time we're spending and the wife and husband or women and men are spending at work. Uh, it is I think it's substantially more difficult to is there's less things binding these relationships. Mm. On the flip side, I feel like. And a, a, a lot of women that I know will say that, oh, I don't like dating apps because it's ruining people. People have too many options. Or I don't like, uh, you know, the, the aspects that we mentioned previously. But what I feel is people have more of an opportunity to get in relationships for the right reason. Mm-hmm. So if you like someone, you like them and you love them. Hopefully these... And I think there's a statistic that says that um, millennials are starting to get married now more starting to uh are beginning to buy houses and there's lasting longer mm. there's the divorce rates declining in millennials and i think 
I'm assuming I've been doing research, but it's because people are marrying for the right reasons now. It's not. It's I see. I think that's true. I also just think that makes it harder to find somebody to marry. Yes, absolutely, because, like, absolutely, absolutely. We're so picky now, man. Yeah, like, you yeah. Don't, like you, when you were dating in the fifties, right? Like you went to a high school that had you know a graduating class of forty-two people. You just pick one of those forty-two people. <laughs> Fuck, pick one, bro. Like yeah. there was twenty-one girls. Yeah. You married whatever girl was gonna give you the time of day. Yeah. Because by the time you were eighteen, you were off the basic training and you were coming home to like build a house. Yeah. That was like the deal. Yeah. Like, there was no options. There was no weighing. Like, well, she doesn't like the bands I like. So, yeah. she kind of has this weird, like, mole behind her ear that I don't really like. So, mm. like, nah, this is going to... And we can be that specific now. It's like, oh, she, well, he he's under 5'6". So, like, height's a terrible example because women have always been picking tall dudes. Oh, but, like, yeah. I have tons of jokes on, on that. Oh, facts. Uh, yeah. But, like, but all these little insignificant... Like, I, I hear dudes will, like, all the time, like, the... The boob size thing is the one that gets me more oh, than anything. Yeah. I've never understood the obsession with boob size. Two reasons. A, I get to look at other people's boobs all the time. It really doesn't matter. I how look much at time do you boobs. spend on the boobs? I spend plenty of time looking at boobs. No, I don't on spend the boobs any t- when, you're, when you're sleeping with a woman, you no, spend no. like not that much time on the boobs. Unless they're like, um, unless they're distracting, in yeah. which case it's almost detrimental. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that, but that's my point. We put so much emphasis on this, in, you know what I mean? And so like as a dude, I know guys who are like, no, like I won't date girls with like smaller than a B cup. Yeah, that's just you know how many great people you just wrote off, yeah. or women who are like, I'm I'm definitely not like dating a dude smaller than five inches, six inches, seven inches, whatever, right? Yeah, do all. I do not have a tiny dick, ladies. Do not take it that <laughs> way. But like, that's a real thing. Yeah, I think those people. I, I think those people. And you are can incredibly, be, you box. I but are you shitty for that, or you're just like you're allowed to be that selective now? Like I don't, and I, I hate and, and I hate more than anything like fucking liberals who will try and paint people into a corner with the whole like, well, you refuse to date blank type of people so you're whatever type of bigot it's like I don't hate tall people because I don't date tall women yeah. you know what I mean yeah. I'm sure like women don't hate dudes with small dicks because they don't date dudes with small dicks it's just what they prefer yeah, whatever I think that's, but like you have that kind of selection now and that's I'm, crazy no I'm completely against I, you're I, against this what? I'm against because uh, I, I have a just one joke that I do dick? no 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm compl- I, <laughs> Um, I, you can check my rap sheet. Hey. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I'm completely against boxing yourself in. When a woman asks me, "What's your type?" Oh, I'm like, I, don't, I, I don't have a type. No. I, I just like cool people. I like beautiful people. Uh, I I don't have a type, and the reason is if I meet a girl and she's dope and her personality is, is ill and we get along, do I care if she's blonde, brunette? Big tits, whatever. I don't care. But you once you box yourself into these so many, you put yourself into so many different boxes. You make it so hard to find someone, and not even you're looking for someone. You just you make it so hard to build a connection with someone that you could have possibly had a great life with. Oh, yeah. uh, I I do this. I'm not gonna do the whole joke, but like the end of the joke is like, will women say that you know like. I, you know, I don't date tall guys, and it's a long, drawn out joke. But it's like, and then like they hold on to this ideals, and they're like they're fifty years old still with this same theory. It's like, yeah, I'm just looking for the guy, the man of my dreams. Like you met the man of your dream. He was five two. Yeah. You, you curved him. It's like it's a wrap, dude. Like and I guess my issue is like we've gotten to the point where 
it was bad enough that all right, you curved every dude under five six, right? Yeah. But now with the dudes over five six, you curve every dude who doesn't like EDM music, right? You curve every dude who wasn't a philosophy major, or what? Mm-hmm. Like you start like with all these more and more bullshit filters. It's mm-hmm. like you curve every dude who's not yo. Know, didn't go to an Ivy League. You curve right. every dude who you know drives a car made before 2010. Like whatever, like the lines are for people, and this isn't just women. Men do these exact yeah, same yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it's just like, at what point are you like really only ruling out who you think you want, which is usually wrong. It, like if if you've ever asked somebody what they're looking for, mm-hmm. we're all always wrong. Ask your friends; they're usually right, and they'll usually tell you something different than what you thought you wanted. And I'm not even I'm not even suggesting that. Uh, a woman or man settle but i'm suggesting that you will allow people who doesn't fit in your ideal type your quote-unquote type it doesn't check all the box allow yourself the opportunity to get to know this person have a conversation have a drink and if if, if the chemistry is not there then it's not there but allow but it could be there first dates are like interviews man you should go on as many as you can get honestly like I, I tell people all the time, I take every interview I get offered, every even when I have a job, just because I think it's good to get practice and it's good to get out there and like see what else the world has to offer you. And I feel pretty similar about dating, honestly. Yeah. Like, go out there and go on every first date and see what those people are about. You're bound to make some friends. You're bound to have some funny stories, and you might meet somebody you want to be with. So. Yeah, absolutely. And you can end up not in a Kevin Hart situation. You probably, on your wife. That can happen anyone, man. Shout out to Kevin Hart. He no, has that Teflon even, Don. Not, not, that <laughs> doesn't happen if you meet somebody you can be open and honest with. True. True that. True that. All right, we're at an hour. Is that, so is we, that enough sunny optimism for today? That is some sunny. Go find mean, yourself somebody you really bond and believe in. No doubt. All right. Uh, <laughs> do we want to... What else do we have? I was going to fold this right into our top five. Do you want to touch on the tax bill stuff? Uh, we can do that. We're at an hour already. Let's... Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want to go Joe Buttons in the top five? Or, oh, I was going to put him in my top oh, five. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's just do top five then. All, All right. right. You, start, you start this off. All right. So, top five. Last five, top five. We're doing what? Best, who, who had who, the best years? Who had the best year 2017. So, this is our last podcast of the year. So, I'm, yeah. Okay. If I go first, I'll do it. All right. Cool. Uh, so, our top five people with the best 2017s. Uh, I'm starting at five slot. Recently fired uh, as of today or yesterday, whatever. I don't know when this podcast comes out, but mm-hmm. one of those days. Uh, Joe Budden is now no longer a member of Complex Media. I think Joe Budden had a phenomenal year. Mm-hmm. Joe Budden's podcast has been popping for a minute. I've been a fan for a few years. Yeah. Uh, seen it grow, seen it change. I think he's really on to something with what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Built up the everyday struggle thing. Uh, truthfully, I was following Complex all the time before everyday struggle. Mm-hmm. I don't see shit from Complex I care about other than Everyday Struggle. Yeah, I don't know what they're thinking. Yeah, their content has been most, and I'm hesitant to say that because like my hardcore crush from college is a like a social media editor at Complex. Uh, She, I hope she listens to this because it'd be hilarious. (laughs) She didn't even add me on Facebook for like six years after college because I was like, my mom listens to this so I can't say what I was doing but at graduation I was fucked up at graduation Uh it's like Bared my soul to this girl, telling yeah. her how like deeply in love I'd been this whole time, and yeah. how I, straight curve, curve. not curve not just like curve, like curve G- stop. <laughs> like her last name begins with G A Y, my G A Y. We're sitting next to each other at graduation. I'm like, yeah. I've been to tell you this for like four years, but we know this class together, and she's like, Nah, cool. 
and just turned. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. I was, was so heartbroken. It was wow. brutal. So now we're finally friends and she works at Complex. And I'm here to tell you this is not a personal vendetta of a Complex. This shit's been trash. Joe did a lot for them. I'm sad to see him go. Yeah. I'm a Joe Budden fan in general. Yeah, He's my you, favorite rapper, so. But, uh, you know, a, conf, a Complex defense, Joe wasn't being that professional. I mean, no, no, no. You, 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 you Joe retired. Joe. Okay, here's the thing. You Joe retired. thought he could be Joe in a corporate setting. Exactly. You tired from rap in order to go into this new media zone, and you, you acting like a hip hop artist. Yeah, you're it's, acting like a rapper. It's not gonna happen. You, you got to choose. And some elements, if, if they're on the wrong page, uh, as far as creatively and content wise, mm. then step aside. But he was talking about him smoking in the bathroom and how they should make a, a smoking section. Dude, that's I, some nigga shit, dog. That's, that's what I mean. There was some, but there's some shit about Joe, like, I also, like, he was talking about, like, them trying to plug segments or plug fucking guests he didn't even or want to have anything to do with. Mm. And it's like, bro, like, if we, if we blow up, we get picked up by some media outlet. Hey, Complex, if you're looking to fill a slot, holler us. Yeah. Like, we're happy to happen to be on Complex. But, like, this is my thing. Like, we go to Complex, and Complex starts trying to, like, plug guests that I don't give a fuck about. Yeah. Like, there's only so many of those I'm going to do before I start telling you to go fuck yourself. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. And especially like, especially someone like Joe Button who already has fuck you money. So well, not, I don't know if he even has fuck you money, but he's got fuck you influence. Yeah. And like the t- that's what I mean. Like Joe's connection to the culture is deeper than any quote-unquote tastemaker at Complex. And you'd see, and then as soon as... I didn't even know about this, but then I saw him and Charlemagne doing this like in the year thing. Yeah, that, so they, they filmed that right before he got fired from Complex. Oh, shit. Yeah, complex. That's not a good move. And and this this spoke volumes to me because I like I wasn't sure where Charlemagne and Joe Budden really stood or whatever. They've gone. I respect Charlemagne the God a lot as yeah, a radio personality too. and just like an interviewer. Yeah. yeah, like what he does. Yeah. Uh, I don't agree with or necessarily like a lot of his shit. Yeah. I just really respect what he brings to the table. He was the first person to reach out to Joe and be like. Yeah, like, salute to what you've been on. Like, you on the right path. Like, don't, like, sweat that shit. Yeah. And it's like, that says a lot to me about what, like, real, even industry people in that industry think mm-hmm. of where that's headed. So, yeah. we'll wait and see. Salute to my nigga Joe. He, he's my fifth best 2017. Joe Buttons? All right. Joe, Joe Button right. had a great 2017. Now, what's the rest of your list? Oh, I'm doing all five? Okay, I didn't know if we were doing five or we were alternating again. Oh, no, it doesn't matter. I have right. my whole yeah. list. I, well, oh, I have you have your my, whole list? All I right. have my whole list. So. All right. You well, want me to do mine? So who's your five? All right, who's your fifth? My we'll, we'll go up. We'll go up the ranks together. My fifth is in these. They've just owned the last five years. I'll give you my fourth and my fifth because okay. these guys is it's the Drake and the Rock are just they okay. just they just own. They haven't had a bad year. No, that's right. I don't, they, did Drake have that strong for twenty seventeen? He always has a great year. <laughs> I, I mean, mean I, I agree. Years. He's always had a great year. I, I don't could, know that his twenty seventeen was that strong though. I just he put out a uh, he put out an album that's still charting. Uh, I, I oh, like okay, okay, no, no, okay, okay. I will leave. I will. I mean, charted because he's Drake. That's what I mean. I don't know. I will leave to them all. I will go. I don't even I, will hate. Go, I just don't feel like. I will go my year. number five as a uh, Cardi B. Yeah, that, she's my four. So okay, Cardi B is my five. Okay, that's fair. She's my four slot. Who's your all four? Uh. My fourth would would just have to be The Rock. Oh, yeah, see, I, I agree. Side note, while we're running through this quickly, do you think The Rock is running for president in 2020? I think it's real. I think so. I think yeah. that's very real. Yeah. Uh, you heard it here first. Conspiracy Theory Podcast, Late to Work. As always, best known unknown podcast on the internet. Document this shit. The Rock is definitely going to be... I'm not even saying he's running. He's going to be the president. Yeah. That's frightening. 
It's where we're, we're living, living in. It is. This is the last days, fellas. Ladies. Oh, that's scary. All right, who's your third? Uh, I know Charlotte Lamont is my best new artist, but he's also my three spot for having a great year. My nigga Black, bro. Uh, oh, yeah, that album, album started off the year crazy. He's got a couple Grammy nominations. He's off to a really good start to his career. Yeah. Uh, in in the vein he's in, he is very purposeful about like a lot of niggas don't know what he looks like. A lot of niggas don't know his like brand or his like he just likes getting the music out there and like let niggas like talent shine. Uh, he's a real talented cat. Yeah. So like salute to Black. Like he's my three spot for sure. Yeah. Uh, my three spot will be uh Donald Glover. Yeah, he had a big year. Big year. Big year, dude. Great album. New Better show. TV show. <laughs> in he was in Star Wars, right? Star Wars. He's in The Lion King. Yeah. He was in I don't he's know if Spider Man came out, but he was in Spider Man. Just a little role, but still. He's he's killing it. Yeah, that's all I mean a little role in Spider Man, a lead role in The Lion King, a lead role in Star Wars, a Grammy nominated album, and an award winning TV show yeah. in a year. He's killing it. You guys aren't doing shit with your life. Do one of those in your life. I'm not doing shit in my life. That's, what, to that's what I mean. If I could do literally any one of those things, yeah, my life would you. be complete. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's a pretty talented year. Uh, can I'm gonna give my two spot to a couple? Can I give it to a couple? Yeah, yes. Beyonce, J, nigga. I, okay. They had a great they year. They had. A, I I was thinking about putting Jay on there. He's actually on, on Jay's on there like as an honorable mention because he did get you know a little bit of trouble. I'm sure that didn't feel good for him. But here's a here's the I thing. don't I don't know that that felt so bad for him. I think it was a real. This would be. I think Jay. I think Jay Z had a great year individually. Mm-hmm. I think Jay Z had a great year of growth for black men in general. I think Jay Z's year of growth and expansion mm-hmm. represents a lot for hip hop culture and a lot for the example we're setting for younger black yeah. men, especially people of my generation. And I think none of that is possible, like usual, without a, a strong woman backing, yeah. forgiving, believing, and empowering him. Ye- and yeah. then also doing a lot of fire shit on her own. Yeah, my thing about Jay and like this is the same thing with like Jay and and Drake and The Rock. Like they for the last decade they've had killer years. So it's like Jay had a great year, but it's like yeah, but it's like Jay doesn't feel any different. Childish Gambino, Donald Glover says like yeah, I fucking killed it. I I think that's why this year the I lead. would give it to them as a couple because yeah. they feel different to me. Yeah, okay. And I, by the conclusion of 2017, Bay and Jay feel way different as a couple. To, way more powerful, way more unified, way more on the same wave mm-hmm. wavelength. Like that power couple, they feel Barack and Michelle of hip hop. Yeah, absolutely. you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, and like it's that rarefied air that really like set it up like. Jay's Jay, Bay's Bay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, they both sell on arenas before now and after now. You know Absolutely. What I mean? But I think something about this year really like got them into that, you know, that black and white interview. Yeah. Jay. You yeah. Know what no I mean? doubt. No doubt. All right. Uh, I have a very controversial one, so let me hear what you guys say. We're at two. Oh, uh, no, they were my two. Oh, they were your one and two? Were your, we were no, at, that, Oh, that was your two? Yeah. Okay. I had, I had uh, Black was my three, Cardi was my four. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Cool. 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 So this is my two. My number two is uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Cam the comeback. And he had such the a Chappelle comeback. year. Made that money back. Two stand up specials. Yes. Two stand up specials. Got that Netflix money. He dunked on them and won. Walked off. My did you drive. Did you hear the story about the the tribe SNL thing with him? The tribe. So uh, he was like contemplating his comeback, right? Mm-hmm. 
and he said, I forget who he's with, I think it was Rock. There's a couple other people, a bunch of them like hanging out, a couple uh, Q tip was there, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were like playing him some of the new record or whatever mm-hmm. they were working on. Mm-hmm. And it was like, man, the only way I'd ever do a comeback is if they had y'all on like Saturday Night Live, like joking around. Yeah. And it was like, fucking call Lauren. We could probably make that happen. Yeah. And he called out Lauren Michaels set and was like, yeah, I'll come back and do Saturday Night Live. Like, y'all have tribe on his musical guest. Lauren Michaels was like, done. Dude. And like, that's essentially what spurred him to then go, like, yo, call Netflix back because I'm sure they've been calling. Yeah. You know what I mean? And be like, all right, I'll do it for the bag. That's what's and then up. they coughed up the bag. Power and then another man. bag and another bag. That's, that's got to be the uh, the theme for uh, 2018, man. Lift, lifting people up, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Respect Lift yourself up and bring everybody with you. All right, who's your number one? I'm not saying personally, I liked his year. Mm hmm. Let me make that very clear. In fact, I detest his year. But it's undeniable that Donald Trump had the best 2017. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean... I don't know because I feel like his 2016 may have been better. I think, I think 20- he enjoyed winning more uh, than yeah, being president. Yeah, I agree. I 100% really agree. That's why I did not give it. I, I thought about even Trump. That he who saying he had the best year that I didn't like, but he probably felt the best. But I thinking about all the heat he's taking, how that I'd, office I'd, is. I'd be inclined to agree with you, but here's where I'm going to cut you off and I'm going to use your own words against you because everything's held in this podcast can and will be used against one of us. Mm-hmm. Not five minutes ago, you said, we want to judge us by who who really changed yeah. every everything that we thought about yeah. them or like how they were feeling about their mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. I think everything that we thought about, even as the election happened, even those of us who hated them, mm-hmm. a s- small group of us at least had some sort of thought like, well, maybe he's just too dumb or too entertaining. Like, he'll placate to the right people and we'll all be okay. Mm. That all fell by the wayside. Everybody who hates Trump is now terrified and the world is literally, the sky is falling and I'm frightful like our country might not exist by the time we record this episode next year. Yeah. On the other hand, like, the people of the Trump ilk and the Trump camp themselves mm-hmm. are looking around like, holy shit, we're still here? Yeah, exactly. It's been a year and we, we survived this shit? Yeah. Like, we're still running the country? Yeah. That nigga's had the best year ever. He's had he's had a solid year. Like may, yeah. maybe in totality. I think he's stressed though. He's having the best year since Hitler. Put it I, that way. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna get killed for that. Uh, yeah, I know. Like, I'm like, someone had a joke that like it must have been. I need like, to learn how to say that funnier before people. No, someone had a joke. About like it must have been great being a Nazis from like year blank to blank. But for like, real though, yes, yeah, because they weren't whatever. I'm not saying I agree with them. I'm just saying like yeah, I don't. If yeah. you were somebody who did agree, like weren't you crushing it for like a three and a half year span? Yeah, where you thought like the world was gonna look, you know, like you wanted it yeah. to look. Yeah, they were the uh, <laughs> they were the monsters for a little bit. <laughs> That's what I mean. It must have been great being a monster for most, just most, for three for three quarters. Right, <laughs> and then uh, Bugs Mike show up. Yeah. All right, uh, let's go, Bernie Sanders. You playing bugs, nigga? <laughs> uh, my number one Can is. Can we make that remake? No, just let don't just let 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 that. They talk about having LeBron do it. Yeah, that'd yeah, be just, terrible. No, just let that. Some things don't need to be remade. Um, all right, my number one goes to. Uh, I feel like Conor McGregor had the number one year, dude. Conor McGregor is. Okay. Like, huh? Okay. Dude, from went from UFC. Winning two belts this year in UFC, two. Did he won two in twenty seventeen. Ah, he might have won one in in uh, twenty six at the end of the of twenty sixteen. And he but, lost earlier in twenty sixteen, right? That's when he lost it because he lost to Diaz. Yeah, but he yep exactly, yeah, exactly. and that was twenty sixteen. I think he might have won 
two belts this year. Okay. Uh, and like beat re- the rematch of what you call it, then uh, won two belts this year. And then got cleaned up. Got cleaned up, but made a hundred million dollars yeah, and became one of the biggest from that's, like that's a pretty good year. It, what what you took get into Mayweather space and like from a you a cage fighter to be in that space yeah, that's fair from being on welfare five years before to hundred million dollars that man and he's uh, he's he's probably the top athlete I mean can can if we're gonna talk about Conor McGregor having the best year ever mm-hmm. then we obviously need to point out the Mayweather. best thing he did this year right what's that. He became the drop on our intro. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. So, oh, Conor McGregor I didn't even think about is that. pretty yeah. world famous, but he really wasn't shit till he came on late to work yeah. and made us this drop so that yeah. we could be, you know, try and help put him on. Like, yeah. Conor's a friend of the show. We just want him to, you know, feel, feel welcome whenever yeah. he wants to come on board. Yeah, whenever. You know, give us a call. We'll schedule you. <laughs> now, that being but, said, uh, I want to revise my number one because you're right. We just can't give out any more awards to this bitch-ass nigga Donald Trump. Yeah. And all, all being said, in the world of Trump arrogance, you got to be self confident. So I think we had a pretty good year. Yeah, I think, I think we had we the had best twenty seven year. We did. Of everyone. I feel like twenty eighteen is gonna be doper though. Yeah, oh yeah, like my individual year was pretty mediocre, but like late to work as an entity, I feel like had a very strong year. Yeah, I feel like twenty eighteen is gonna be stronger. Strong. We're coming in hot. We're coming in hot in twenty eighteen. We're gonna have some more guests. We're gonna have guests. more jokes. More jokes. More, more music. Videos, more videos. More interviews. More shit that's gonna get me fired from my actual day job. <laughs> we're gonna keep it safe. <laughs> yeah, that's one but thing we yeah. want to. Uh, and, um, yeah. Anything yeah. else you want to share with the people before we get out of here for the year? No, I did. It, it, listen to the last episode. You want my dates? It'll be on my website. So yes. Um, Girls I met online is the name of the podcast. The side podcast. Oh yeah, the side, the other podcast. I don't even know where I'm gonna drop. Yeah. Every we, once in a while, we'll drop. We'll probably share those on our page too. If you're looking to check those out. Uh, girls I've met online, hosted by the one and only at only Chris Allen. At only Chris Allen. And I'm gonna start doing these with. Uh, we'll talk off air. <laughs> I, have, I have an interesting side angle for that. All right, cool. For uh, my group dating experiences. Oh, dude, that those is, would be fun to bring up the podcast. Is, yes, yeah. All right, so well, stay tuned for all that shit. No, I feel like we should plug all of our end of the year shit. I'm just saying, you got any shit coming up? You want to tell people what any shit we're doing in 2018? Um, we don't have any real big lavish ideas other than that. No, we'll check we'll, us out. Yeah, There's good shit out. coming. Stay yeah. tuned. Thanks stay for rocking us all year, honestly. All right, have a happy 2018, man. Stay safe. Go out there and uh, don't take no shit. And don't be a dickhead. Please don't. Peace. I got a girl crush. Hate to admit.